Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. With over 20 years in healthcare, Dr. Gray is a doctor of oriental medicine and holistic physician fusing Eastern and Western healing. Dr. Gray is on staff at Jupiter Medical Center and in private practice with an office in Jupiter, Florida, where he resides. Dr. Gray enjoys being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Baden-Baden, Germany, and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and Biarritz, France. He is co author of several books on food therapy and the founder of the annual Star Summit Talks at the Norton Museum of Art in Palm Beach, Florida. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. Welcome back, everyone. This is Maximum Health Radio, quality living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. Thank you for joining us. Um, as always, we're available via 88.9 FM WQCS, which you're listening to if you're listening to the radio, but uh, all podcast formats. And uh, we're so pleased to be with you. And we have a wonderful guest in the studio with us today author uh katie basso uh she wrote a book called with me all along and the subtitle is reclaim your innate wisdom to get well and thrive the beauty of having katie basso with us today it's it's that she's a real person that's gone through real things and she's pulled from those challenges uh, to her health um, both physically and mentally and and emotionally all of the jewels that uh, she was so wonderful uh, to to impart in the form of a book, and now we'll share her experience with us. Um, it's definitely a labor of love to open yourself up and, and document it in this way. Um, and I'm grateful that you're, you've done it because I think, you know, there's so much information out there, but to curate it in such a way that people can understand it and feel connected and then improve their own lives with it is it's definitely an angelic effort. So thank you for joining us, and thank you for writing this book with me all along, Katie Basso. <laughs> thank you. It's so good to be here. Yeah. Truly a blessed opportunity. Yeah. I, you know, I I've obviously know you through your mom and aunt, which are very dear and near mm-hmm. to me, and um, uh, started as patients and became family, and, and now you're extended family, and so you sitting here. It's a big deal. Tell me about some of the things that... Um, sort of set you on your journey in health and, and awareness of, of illness and because I'm sure it started with one thing led to another led to another and, mm-hmm. and then to where you're sitting here now glowing and and through it all so let's talk about it I would say for me it started in college getting a lot of different strep infections viruses my immune system was definitely not doing well and From there, I had to take a lot of antibiotics, a lot of different medications to get the inflammation down, to handle those pathogens. And over time, it really brought my body down even more. It had a really, really big effect on it. And my body actually reacted to one of the medications I took and ended up really with full-blown food sensitivities and allergies and took me on this really big journey to heal my immune system. Um, In addition to that, also had a very severe loss, which you're aware of, Dr. Gray, Mm -hmm. in my family that contributed to trauma and PTSD symptoms. Mm -hmm. And so those were the two really big points in my life uh, where I didn't know how to heal, I didn't know what to do, I didn't know where to go from there. And so the book really highlights all of the things that I learned along the journey about what makes you healthy 
and if someone is suffering and struggling with immune issues and grief and trauma in all of its forms, how to heal from that and what's a really good starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we're young and we our parents take us to the doctor and we have this view that everything's going to be okay no matter what's going on, um, we kind of carry that into our adulthood until such time as what you experienced, which is you um, had this first sort of, uh, you know, the strep, th- and then, and, you know, one after another. And, you know, you probably started with a whole lot of hope. Yes. And you were compliant as a patient, and you went the allopathic way, and you went the conventional way in terms of, I'm going to take this, I'll be, you know, and I'll be better. Mm-hmm. So in the end, the battle was not just that you got worse. The battle was that you were losing hope. Yes. And you're becoming emotionally taxed. Because now, not only are you getting worse, but the the system that you put your faith in is is failing you. And so, at what point do you pivot? At what point did you pivot? And how did that look? I think I had gone to several doctors, allergists, gastroenterologists, you name it, just general uh, medical practitioners, and no one was giving me information or answers that was improving my health at all at that point. And with all the strep and the food allergies and all of that. And so I really was losing hope and had no idea what to do. And it wasn't until my mom actually met someone at the gym that said, well, I have the name of a woman in Boca Raton that does things a little bit differently. And it sounds like your traditional route is not helping your daughter. And so we drove down and we met this wonderful woman that practiced natural medicine, and she really opened uh, my eyes to the fact that there are so many things that we can do to heal ourselves. And I don't think people are always aware of that. They think it's just one way, and then you've kind of exhausted your options, but there are so many other things out there. And that instilled that hope in me again and led me to keep going, and it gave me that hunger again Mm. to keep fighting. There's a part there which you said, you know, um, there's only one way. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think the biggest problem is that most people are being told there's only one way. Because if any of those physicians prior to the failing of your system and the crashing of, of your health um, th- uh, had told you, why don't you try this person, right? Um, it would have been a lot easier for you. And it was by chance and luck and, and you know, universe, God, whatever you want to say, that this other person appeared to your mother and, and so forth and so on, or to your aunt or mother. Or to, to my mom. To your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's, I think, a big deal. Because uh, if I'm not doing the best for my patient, I'm happy to refer or suggest other options to work as a team. You know, and, and my and what I always tell my patients is like, I just want to be on the winning team. I don't have to be the star quarterback or the, you know, the main guy, but I, I, I do want to see you succeed in whatever that takes is, you know, whether it's allopathic or holistic or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think that mindset and that change of culture in medicine is something that we need. And hopefully, 
your book and your story will inspire. Um, I think patients are obviously going to be the driver of that more than the, the schools and physicians. There are some schools stepping up, and I have to give a big salute to schools like uh, universities like Jefferson, you know, who I did a nice grand rounds for, and they're teaching integrative medicine as part of their medical doctor, you know, MD, you know, medical school curriculum. Um, so, so you you went and you started with this natural medicine doctor. Right. What was the first thing that you learned that sticks out and that still, you know, is part of your driving force today? So I didn't want to listen to her at the time, right. but she told me that the reason we're sick, it is, there is physical origins, but that there are a very deep emotional origins as to why the body starts breaking down. And at the time I wanted no part of that. I said, I don't know what she's talking about. I need maybe different supplements I'm not aware of. Maybe she can put me on some type of healthy diet that's low inflammatory. And she is an acupuncturist, so she could do some of that for me. But I didn't really want to know anything about the emotional part of what was making me sick because I had all of the immune issues before my brother died. And so, yes, it got significantly worse with his death, but... I really didn't want to look at the emotional things that maybe I had gone through the last five years or so. And how it may have compounded. Yeah. Correct. The stressors, the social interactions, right? The wanting to be perfect, just even the relationship that I have with myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to look at any of that. I didn't believe in it at the time, really. I think deep yeah. down I understood what she meant, but I didn't want to go there. Yeah. And that was a very, very big piece of it, I mm -hmm. think that people forget to look at is the emotional side of illness. Yeah, and how stress plays a part in, in it. I, you know, I have a patient that um, I've seen for some time, and you know, I'd see her very regularly, especially when she was uh, driving for about two hours uh, north to take care of her mother uh, quite frequently, mother and father. Then her father passes, and then her mother eventually passes. And some of the ailments and things that had plagued her for years um, sort of just kind of melted away and um, obviously she went through a serious grieving period because she was the main force in their care emotionally physically financially um, but I think that drive the, the 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 management of their care switching different uh, home you know assisted living homes due to incompetencies, all that stuff that calls in the middle of the night, because that kind of went away at, and then and, and she went through the grieving phase, it was almost like there was a reset. And so she had to, she, we had that talk that you and I are having now about that realization of how much emotional um, factors, uh, emotional issues factor into our physical health. And um, it's something we can't really di uh, di have a diagnostic for yet in, in conventional medicine, so it's not given enough credit, but um, it needs to be really, really looked at more and more going forward. Right, yeah. and I think mindset, too, is mm -hmm. another really big one. Yeah. 
Um, so besides the, well, that realization was important, but what tools were you eventually given and what are some of the dietary things were, that you still abide by today? So I remember I, I was the worst patient when I started this whole thing and now I would say I might be in the middle. I had a phase where I was a very good patient. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of the biggest tools that she gave me is doing that low inflammatory diet that I okay. had wanted her to kind of guide me through. Which is basically? It is gluten-free, mm -hmm. uh, dairy is limited, mm -hmm. and like essentially- cow milk, cheese. Right. So not necessarily eggs, but it's because sometimes people say, right. well, eggs, we can have eggs, but you Eggs can are have, okay. Yeah, okay, but it's more like the cow milk and the right. cheese. And Especially conventional, so mm -hmm. everything needs to be organic as much as possible right. without driving Grass yourself crazy, of course. Can, yeah. Grass-fed, mm -hmm. pasture-raised, things like that. And in addition to not using certain types of oils with cooking, using things like ghee instead, making sure you're using olive oil and salad dressings instead of canola oil or some of those seed oils that are harmful to you, avocado oil, things like that, just keeping it as low inflammatory as possible, and then boosting yourself up with things like turmeric mm -hmm. or a lot of really good vegetables, fruits, mm -hmm. nuts, seeds. What about supplements? So I went through a period where I took a lot of supplements mm -hmm. and I realized now looking back on it, the reason that they didn't help me that much is because my immune system was reacting to everything mm -hmm. I was eating and taking. But mm -hmm. now that it's calmed down, I always try to take a digestive enzyme if I'm going out to eat anywhere, mm -hmm. just not knowing is there going to be some contamination. That way I can just enjoy my life, live mm -hmm. freely when I'm on vacation or just going out to dinner with a friend. I don't even have to think about it because I take a really good quality enzyme. I would also say for me, B-complex is huge because we do have some stuff in the family that we just deplete our B12 so quickly. So I always try to take my B-complex. And then occasionally I take a little bit of iron, vitamin D, mm -hmm. so simple things, gotcha. but as needed, as and, needed. And then, so so nice basics, nice, you know, nice tips there uh, for you and mm -hmm. people that, you know. So um, were you running anemic? Is that why you were? Yes. At, so you were definitely not digesting some of your food. Mm -hmm. uh, content which would give you the iron, hence the need for enzymes and hence the need for, okay. Because we Correct. don't want to necessarily just totally throw your whole diagnosis uh, right. out there, but it sounds like with anything that involves poor digestive issues, high inflammatory issues, you generally need to help aid the digestion. Right. Right, and, um, and so that you can also um, aid the the blood production and, and so right. um you know what were some of the indicators besides getting sick or that you want to share i mean you know there's subtle things i notice with patients going through immune issues and things thinning hair irregular menstrual cycles um you know headaches and things and uh, fatigue of course are those some of the things you experienced i had crippling fatigue okay it didn't matter how long i slept for mm -hmm. crippling fatigue mm -hmm. was a big one i remember i was getting my masters at the time and i would have class twice a week in the evenings yeah. i would go and i would just crash the rest of the week essentially mm -hmm. try to make it to my internship 
otherwise would crash though. Wow. So very tired, pretty high anxiety. Mm -hmm. Not about, it was very much generalized anxiety. Right, there wasn't anything specific, but yeah, just always. Just that nervous system, the limbic system was Mm. just, it was having a field day. Mm. It was going haywire. And so it was like the smoke detector, the alarm was on all the time in my brain that something gonna happen, is something wrong? So I would say that I had the intestinal permeability, those severe, so that's why I had all of the food allergies. And like you said, you made such a good point, clearly wasn't digesting my food, had a lot of inflammation down there. So I think some of the subtler symptoms, well, which are not so subtle, are Mm -hmm. the, if somebody is sleeping enough, but they don't have, or they don't have the energy, so they have fatigue, if their digestion is off, that can be a subtle thing. And even mood, mm-hmm. if they're feeling just really depressed for no reason mm-hmm. and they're looking at their life and saying, I have this beautiful life, so why am I feeling so down? Right. And then menstrual cycle, PMS, high PMS, irregularities. Big one. Big pain, a lot of pain. Big one. Yeah. That one is huge that I think people totally normalize yeah. and say, this is something that all women have and that that's not the case. Or... Even worse, the physicians normalize it. And so now you've got right there about four to five different specialists prescribing different medications with all different side effects Mm -hmm. taxing your system. So you've got something you're taking for the PMS. You've got uh, something for anxiety and mood. You've got something that, you know, is dealing with maybe the reflux and the digestion Mm -hmm. and like masking that. And all these are masking things where it's all rooted in a lot of the same areas and you're not curing or fixing the problem. Correct. So in Spawn. your book, with, yeah, with, with, with your book, thank you, a book with me all along, what can readers find in there and what are some of the excerpts you want to share or areas of interest that I think they need to really get it and say, hey, this is why I'm going to get this book. So I would say one of the the biggest ones for people to review is obviously on grief and trauma. That is definitely a standout that I believe that a lot of people don't look at. They want to right move past it, reasonably so. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good to be in that process of healing things that happened from the past, healing from our losses. So those are some really big things. I talk about a specific type of program that rehabilitates that nervous system and the limbic system in the brain to calm everything down, which then calms down the inflammation, helps the digestive tract again, helps the immune system calm down. So that's a really big one that they can find in chapter five of the book. And I also do go through all of the different things I learned, like hormones and what's normal and what isn't for a a woman for PMS to digestive and immune to even blood sugar. That was a really big aha moment for me because I was having these ups and downs where my blood sugar would be really high, it'd Mm. be really low, and then you have mood issues that go along with the high and the low blood sugar. And some people try to manage uh, energy initially with caffeine and more caffeine and more caffeine, and they're not taught that that's just draining your adrenals and then on top of it affecting your blood sugar levels. So you have the spikes and then the super dips, and that's going to feel like 
depression and you know chronic fatigue and all this sort of stuff and not to mention it's going to deplete you of all your good stuff so right and any supplements you're taking <laughs> correct yeah <laughs> correct so i think one of the the big takeaways too that i learned that i put in the book is what you're talking about that the physical body when it's not healthy it might manifest in those emotional symptoms so it's kind of a bi-directional thing that the mind affects the body but if you have blood sugar issues or i even talk about toxins or hormone issues then it's going to manifest itself as anxiety or depression or sleeplessness mm -hmm. or fatigue or things like that so really i like looking at that whole body perspective and that's why i divided the book into mental health physical health and that spiritual component also having fun finding your purpose in your life Beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and and so it's easy to read. And does it have to be read in a in one sitting or can it be sort of a reference type book as well? So one thing that I got a lot of feedback about with mm -hmm. the book, which I was thrilled, is people were telling me that although it has been nice to read it from beginning to end over the course of weeks, I talk in the book about how you can go slow and do one chapter at a time. The feedback I've been getting is that it really is such a reference guide that mm -hmm. if you want to go to the table of contents and say, I want to learn about genetics today and how that affects my well-being, you can go to page 157, right? right? Or if I want to learn a little bit more about fun and creativity and learning, then I can turn to chapter 17, which is towards the end of the book that mm -hmm. it really is like a reference guide. So you don't have to follow it from beginning to end. It's not my hero's journey, I didn't write it from that starting point of being sick to the end, being completely healthy. There are pockets of it all throughout the book of yeah. the journey. Um, who is your ideal reader right now? Who would you say is your ideal reader? I would say that my ideal reader is someone that has been doing a lot to heal themselves but they don't find that they're getting the answers that they need and they're not getting the results because I was in that very frustrating place. Someone that is willing to invest in themselves, right, emotionally, physically, make those different changes, but that they've tried certain things and they're wondering why isn't this helping me? Yeah. I think this is a really great reference book for someone like that. And I do talk about that in the book that we have to listen to our bodies and what works for one person doesn't always work for the other so i teach uh, people how to do that as well to listen to their intuition and their bodies yeah to get that answer you know there's this term and uh, it's it's being sort of used as a medical term but i think it should be used as an overall health and wellness term and it's like precision medicine you know um, it's being used as like zeroing in on exactly what kind of medication a person needs. But I think it should be more about individualizing care, looking at the person in front of you and seeing what they need um, and really helping them to to get there. Right. Whatever that means. Yes, you have your tools in your toolbox, but there are other people with other tools. There's other specialists. And I think it's our job and it's a growing need to take the position that yes you may have the ability to help in a certain way but our uh, the patients need the whole team like i said and um and I, and I think that that's just it's precision is is partly zeroing in on the individual 
and and we also as people need to respect that we are different right all women are not the same all Correct. men are not the same our needs our journeys the things that make us up emotionally the way we process things like all of it needs to be appreciated you know i read this passage in um in one of my devotionals and it says an older sort of master or sage says to this his people listening to him he says how uh how do you know that dawn is coming? And someone says, oh, when you can distinguish a, a, a sheep from a dog. And another one says, oh, when you can distinguish an olive tree from, you know, another tree or whatever it is. And it's all this visual. And, he, and then he says no to all of it. And then, and then he says, are you ready for the answer? And they all listen intently. And he says, when you can look another person and see yourself. <laughs> so, it, you know, at the, other, at the end of the day, we are one but we're yes. different and what makes us different is our journeys and uh, we need to respect that and it sounds like you've written something that's going to help us do that and honor it and and listen to ourselves and um and yes take in all the other information but take it and apply it properly right so thank you katie basso how do how do people get your book katie basso <laughs> so uh it is available anywhere online so mm -hmm. any online retailers whether it be uh, amazon mm -hmm. barnesandnoble.com really anywhere that you can purchase books target.com mm -hmm. and then uh just to learn more about the book i have a website katiebasso.com mm -hmm. that just talks a little bit more about the book and has some blog information about how the book was written right. and how i was inspired to do so and that's k-a-t-y yes b-o-s-s-o -S -S yes dot com thank you so much for joining us and you know those of you out there, I've been really fortunate to be part of a, a project called VEL uh, for very well, VEL Health. Um, and you can look that up on VELHealth.com. But what it does is it gives you the opportunity to co-author your own health. And it brings this information home. So if you can't access these wonderful people out there like Katie has or like my patients get to see me and ask me tons of questions, this app finally puts it all in a curated form, ailment-based or the optimizer where you can put in and answer questions and find out how to balance yourself. And it's free. I mean, there's a monthly fee if you want to use all the extra videos and meditations and wonderful things it gives you, but it's nominal. I urge you to look it up because there are people out there that just don't have any answers, maybe can't afford a holistic physician or can't drive, you know, uh, 50 miles out of the way to find someone that can help them. Vell Health is there for you. Download it today. Thank you. Thank this you. has been another Maximum Health Quality Living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. See you next time.